0: We're missing somebody, now. Do you know who it is? Terry. Yeah, Terry, where is he? He's coming in today. There he is. Terence, what were you doing? Well, sort of. Anyway, sit down there. What were you doing? I was out taking (laughs) some measurements on my weather station. Because of all the rain we've had lately, I just can't believe it. I thought July was bad, but then we came into August, and on the bank holiday weekend, on the the Saturday morning, there was 47 millimetres of rain in the garden. I don't know where all the rain's coming from. Do you measure the rainfall in your garden all the time? I do, yeah. Well, a little weather station... Just because I like to do it yeah no no particular reason. I'd like to see what way the wind is blown, the wind speed is, what the air pressure is and also what the rain is. You must be fairly unique Terry I think. Not at all. Lots of people would have a a weather station. Niall, do you have a
1: weather station? I I don't, but I can (laughs) certainly see the attraction. Um, We scientists, we like to gather data. You (laughs) never know when it could come in handy. Richard, do you have a weather station?
2: I don't, Derek. It would be too depressing, I think, most of the time, (laughs) the way things are going. But however...
0: Now, the last time I was out in your place, Richard, I noticed that you have the most fabulous pollinator garden in your front lawn tell us more about it and we'll put a picture
1: on the website
2: You're very kind Derek well actually it's gone over its uh, best now but it's not to be nice that this garden is planted it is planted for the benefit of the pollinators, that's what it's all about it's a pollination thing and it is a very successful pollination now I can't claim credit for it, the credit must go to Ronan Hayes who's an old friend of ours a landscape gardener Horticulturalists in North County, Dublin and he worked on this for couple of days and up came all these beautiful flowers you have poppies and barrage and cornflowers and oh it's glorious and from having one of the most uninspiring gardens in the entire estate I had for a brief period a garden that people actually stopped and looked at it was a new experience for me the residents association are no longer having meetings about how they'll bring me to heal and tidy the place up but anyway I'm afraid it's on decline now because... Uh, that's
0: the problem when you put in kind of a wild garden, wild flowers. I mean, they bloom, and when they're blooming, they look fantastic. But when they're not, they do look a bit scraggy, let's be honest about it. No, don't be so negative about it. Not I'm at not all. I'm not being negative. No, 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 no. just no. as it is, Terry. No, because what's happening now is it's going to seed. I presume, Richard, you're going to collect some of the seed and you're going to replant it in the garden again next year. Because mm-hmm. it's not just about the flowers. It's about the importance of the seeds. It's about the the importance of the continuation of these plants. And that's what's going to happen now. So, it's not, okay, it's in a cycle, and it's gone past the flowering part. But remember, the flowers are not for us either. The flowers are really for the insects, for the bees and the bumblebees to provide them with food, to provide them with nectar and pollen, to get them through the season. So, I, I think it's important to look at the four seasons of them, not just while they're in flower.
2: Yes, and they, we have support from the tortoise the peacocks, mm. the red admirals, the small blue butterflies. They love it. We have a buddleia bush, and they love that buddleia. People rail against introduced plants. It comes that comes from the Himalayas, but it is the butterfly bush. We also have firs, very attractive, and we have little warblers, and I suspect a wren may be breeding in it sometimes. And we have cotoneasters for the thrushes in winter when it's cold. The blackbirds and the song thrushes love that. But I must stop praising my, my, uh, my extensive estate. It's just a tiny garden, I might add
0: one thing i noticed this year was the variety of butterflies that we were getting to the garden we were getting a huge numbers to start with and like you i have a butterfly bush and they just absolutely love it but even though it was very very wet during the dry periods but i'm thinking particularly to in june and in early july we were getting the comma butterfly in the garden quite a lot of them now i had never ever seen a comma butterfly in dublin before have you noticed them in malahide
2: no, I have not noticed the comma, but I haven't been as attentive as I should be. But perhaps it's there, but I haven't seen it, I must admit.
0: It's, it's very distinctive, all right, that, that comma. And when the wings are folded up, it's very, very dull. With just this comma, so it's very easy to make it out, and then it opens its wing. But the other thing I've noticed about the comma butterfly, it's a very, very tame butterfly. It's probably yeah. the tamest butterfly that I've had in the garden, which is great in one sense, because while it's feeding on the likes of Budya, you can get up close to it and get a photograph of it without actually interfering with it.
1: Absolutely, I've, I've seen that myself and, and I think it, it also illustrates something very important about butterflies. We're talking about the pr- provision of nectar for them with buddleia and with other plants which is really important but what we need to remember as well is that uh, what's often a limiting factor for so many butterflies and moths as well is that all of them can, or most of them can drink nectar but they have different food plants that their caterpillars must feed on and that's sometimes very specific for, for each, uh, each butterfly. So to take uh, the, the marsh fritillary butterfly, one of our, our rarest insects uh, that uh, the caterpillars rely on a plant called devil's bit scabious which is a, is a flower that's quite patchily distributed within Ireland. Uh, when you look at a lovely butterfly, one of my favourites, the orange tip, it's one of the earliest butterflies to emerge in in, in the late spring. Uh, it uh, it feeds, or the caterpillars feed, mainly on a plant called lady smock or cuckoo flower, so-called because it blooms at the same time as the cuckoos tend to appear and start singing in Ireland. And without those plants, for the caterpillars to survive and for the adult butterflies to lay their eggs on, those butterfly populations would disappear. So we need to have both those pieces of the jigsaw. We need to have the nectar to sustain the adults, but also the plants to sustain the caterpillars.
0: Well, you mentioned there the uh, the Devil's Bit Scabious and the Marsh Fritillary I remember when I was teaching, we used to take the transition years down to Lullymore, to the bog, every year in August. And we used to take them down to remove invasive species, the likes of birch and that, because as they were growing on the bog, they were soaking up all of the water. They were also preventing the devil's bit scabious from growing. So by removing these, it allowed the devil's bit scabious to thrive. And the marsh fritillary butterfly was thriving down there. And the marsh fritillary butterfly, it's the one animal... Animal, not just insect, that has the most protection, I think, in Ireland.
1: Yes, yes. It's our only legally protected insect under the Wildlife Act. Really? Really, yeah. absolutely. Of, oh of, all the, Never knew that. of all the thousands upon thousands of insects in Ireland, that's the only one that is specifically Why? protected. Well, it is a, a rare insect. Um, it's not alone in that. No, we have many rare, a rare, rare species. Absolutely. Yeah, I, so I would certainly say that the law needs to be updated there. Certainly the, the marsh artillery butterfly needs protection, but sadly so do so many other species of insect and invertebrate. It's a very attractive butterfly as well. It's, it's always a joy to see one because I just think they're absolutely beautiful. It's kind of a subtle beauty. From a distance, they look a little, bit, a little bit black, a little bit orange. Up close, they look to me like a stained glass window. Mm. They are stunning.
0: And I think a lot of credit has to be given to the IPCC, the Irish mm. Peatland Conservation Council, for all the good work that they're doing down there in the bog to, to help to, to maintain this butterfly.